You are now listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. Well, hello, and thanks for listening to another episode of the Conversationalist Podcast. This is episode nine, and I'm Jesse, and I'm here with Amanda. Hi. And um, we're just going to touch on a few things that we've noticed over the past week or so. Um, in a current event that happened today kind of had us like, okay, let's hurry up and record this. Um, you know, for so our first topic um, is going to focus on WoW Legion. Um, our second is a little bit of news that has to do with the uh, upcoming Justice League movie. Um, third topic um, has to do with uh, the Spider-Man reboot. And then finally, we're going to talk a little bit about Blizzard. So, um, for our first topic, uh, we'll just kind of jump right in here. Um, World of Warcraft Legion, um, it has basically been announced that the release date is going to be August 30th of this year, which is cool. Um, seems a little earlier than usual. Such a random date random um what is funny and i didn't actually uh like write down the specific quote but um somebody went and found a uh scripture that's in the bible um and and basically the scripture that's in the bible makes reference to legion which a lot of people were left asking themselves, is that coincidence or not? And people were kind of like, uh, it must be coincidence. But some of the people were like, well, it just seems like too coincidental that the date 8.30 would refer to scripture in the Bible that references, that references Legion. Um, it it kind of left me scratching my head because I'm just like, is that real? But apparently it's legit. So... But do they really put that much thought? I don't know. With some of the other dumb things they've done lately, I don't know if they put all that thought into it. I don't know. Maybe. I guess it's cool if they did, but I don't know. I mean, it's a little interesting factoid. I mean, not that it really has any bearing... On like the release date or anything else, it is is seemed more than more than a coincidence. A lot of people thought it was just like accidental. It just seemed way too coincidental for me. And I think most other people that have like any common sense. Um, so again, dates August thirtieth. It's not that far away. Um, I know if you uh, do the pre order through Blizzard Store. You know, you get your you get your game, and you're able to preload it so that you're pretty much ready to play at midnight when it releases, which is cool. Um, you know, and plus with the pre-order, you get like a hundred a hundred boost. Um, I mean, the hundred boost alone, I guess, makes it worth it. But uh, like personally, uh, I pre-order all my games through like Best Buy, and it just makes sense. To do it through Best Buy because, you know, if you have like a Gamers Club deal, 
um, like I do, or like even if you're like a member at like GameStop, um, you know, you get discounts to your local stores. So these $60 games don't cost 60 bucks. They cost like $15 less. And, you know, you actually get a physical copy, you know, to hold in your hand something tangible. And then you also still get the game. So, you know, it just doesn't uh, make any sense to do a digital download. I don't know that if you're going to get the 100 boost with it if I get it through Best Buy. But, like, who gives a fuck? Like, about a, a boost. I mean, I guess it's cool for those people that don't already play. But, like, it's like, whatever. I already have, like, every character. All I do is level, like, ten levels. So if you don't mind that, I mean, personally, it's personal preference. Being able to actually have, like, the box and the booklet and all the little things that come with it and the disc. Just, it it's, makes more sense. Plus, you just end up paying less than you would if you were ordering directly from Blizzard. So there's my two cents. August 30th. Mark it on your calendars. Um, so next we go on to uh, Elite, uh, Justice League and um, what was cool about this was that uh, this was from the Hollywood Reporter and basically um, William Defoe has been added to the cast of Justice League and um, I mean most people who are familiar with I don't know, I just think most people would know who William Defoe is. Like, he's not, like, some B-list dude. Um, but he played the Green Goblin slash Norman Osborn in uh, Sony's first Spider-Man. So, uh, you know, he's basically making the jump from Marvel movie to a DC movie. And um, he's going to be playing a good guy. Um, so... Whatever character he's playing is basically be being kept under lock and key and nobody knows exactly what role he's going to play and I thought and thought about what character he might play in the Justice League as a hero but drew a blank um, I have no idea what he would be playing and I'd ask Amanda but I know she has no fucking clue either nope none whatsoever so um, I guess it'd be interesting to find out what he's playing. I mean, I think William Defoe tends to play a really good bad guy, but I mean, he's a good actor. He's got range and he's also played a really good, good guy. So, um, I mean, I think William Defoe just as an actor is going to be good in whatever role he plays. And, um, you know, I can't remember any terrible movie that he's been in. So... Uh, we'll just wait and see or at least be able to kind of keep keep our eye on it and figure out like through maybe leaked photos from somebody is you know what kind of costume he's wearing to kind of help speculate as to what he might be playing um but kind of uh on this same report because this is a this was a yahoo story where they're kind of referring to the hollywood reporter doing their own little speculation on that deal and so I kind of had to make fun of this. Uh, I guess Amanda brought up some good points, though. Was that... This is a specific quote from their uh, uh, article. It says, More recently, Defoe starred in John Wick with Keanu Reeves. No word on if he's returning, dot, dot, dot. 
in some way for the sequel, however, he is reprising his role as Gilda Fish in Disney Pixar's Finding Dory. And I'm just like, seriously? Like, no word on if he's returning returning for the sequel to John Wick? So, first off, the sequel implies that there's going to be a second movie that's running concurrent from where the first movie left off. So, if it's a movie that's a sequel that's going to be based on the first one, it's going to be a continuation of the story from the first movie that kind of implies that Defoe isn't going to be back. Reason being, spoiler fucking alert for those that haven't seen John Wick, but he gets murdered. Like, badly. He basically gets caught out front of his house. He gets the shit kicked out of him. Stabbed in his leg. Beat to hell. Shot several times on his stairway. And is fucking dead. Like, point blank. Shot like six times. Like, killed, killed, killed some more. Yeah, like, he was utterly fucking killed. I mean, all they didn't do was, like, dismember him and, like, put his body into bags and stuff. Like, that's all they didn't do. So, um, you know, of, uh, you know, all the things that happened to him, pretty sure he's not coming back. So, yeah, he's done. He's dead. There's, I don't know why Yahoo would be like, oh, well, if he's going to be back. Flashbacks. Well, it's a sequel, though. It's not a prequel, right? So, you can still, someone can be dead, and they can be like, oh, let your mind wander to, like, a flashback. A dream sequence? I didn't say dream sequence. But it'd be like, No. And then he's, no. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I guess a dream sequence makes sense. Like, they're thinking back to, like, memories and flashback, stuff. Flashback, not a dream sequence. That sounds stupid. Fucking whatever. Flashback, I mean, dream sequence, all the same shit. I mean, no. all of it. I mean, I, okay, I guess that makes sense. Okay, so fine. I'm over here thinking, like, all right, how the fuck is he going to play his role? But, yeah, I guess memories and all that bullshit is relevant. Um, I mean, personally, I thought maybe prequel. I'm like, okay, yeah, prequel makes sense. But it's a fucking sequel. It's not a prequel. You know, prequel, obviously, he'd be in it because he's not dead. But, whatever. Maybe he comes back as a ghost. Maybe he comes back as a ghost and to give John Wick... And you my flashback theory <laughs> is stupid. <laughs> it's all super serious and all of a sudden it goes supernatural. And that's where it's going. Right. I don't know. And next they're going to go into the Matrix. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. With that said, I just kind of had to kind of just give Yahoo a little bit of shit because it's not like Yahoo isn't known for being shit with all their articles and misspellings and just generally wrong info. I mean, I guess I shouldn't even be using Yahoo. Really? I don't think anyone else does unless they want right. to laugh. Yeah, so, I mean, well, they were making fun of them, too. We were using their shit, and we're still making fun of them because they're terrible. Like, they wrote an article about Coachella, and they are talking about it was Kim Kardashian, the products that she uses or says you're supposed to use to make it through the festival. And then they said, yeah, if you want to make it out of the Colorado desert, it's like, um, hi, Coachella's in California, and I don't remember Colorado having a desert, but that's cool. So the Colorado desert, like, is like where like the stick, like the Burning Man is, or something. Like, is, that's in Nevada. Okay, I don't know. I don't know where that shit is. I don't intend it. That's like a rich person thing. But Coachella is in California. Yeah, I know it's in, in it's like Indio, right? Yeah. So, article was wrong. I was just like, really? 
Like, if you want to get out of the Grand Canyon, you better have this makeup. It's like, wow. Yeah. Wow, Yahoo, wow. Well, they never, they never disappoint or surprise, right? Well, I guess they surprise, they don't disappoint with their surprises. <laughs> They're just dumb. <laughs> so, um, we're moving on to the Spider-Man reboot, and this is um, from Deadline.com, and uh, their little headline is, A Spider-Man reboot loses one superhero but gains another. And so, uh, basically, Spider-Man is actually going to include um, Robert Downey Jr. It's going to have Iron Man in it, which is kind of surprising because Iron Man is still a Marvel franchise, but it's splitting into this, uh, well, yeah, it's still, you know, I guess, no, it's not. This is fucking bullshit, too, because from what I understand is that Marvel's basically taking over the Spider-Man franchise, right? It's owned by Marvel now, isn't it? It's, it's not... supposed to be. Yeah, because in this article, okay, so maybe it's wrong. Now, um, not not to get too far off topic, but Spider-Man, the reboot, is going to um, get released July 2017. It's going to have Robert Downey Jr. in it. And so um, the, main, the main part of this was that uh, Michael Keaton was... They were looking for him to... Um, play a villain in this movie, but he's basically fallen out of talks early, and pro- he isn't going to be part of the project at this point. Which I mean, I guess is good because I mean I couldn't see Spider-Man fighting Beetlejuice. I mean, I see like Beetlejuice like just being like way stronger and way more talented. It makes the headline stupid though, because it says it loses one superhero but gains another. But if you're losing a villain, that's not a superhero. Right. It's an antihero. Right. But whatever. This is that's all semantics, right? What is up with this journalism, people? <laughs> Jeez. Obviously, not a lot of masters in uh, like uh, I don't know journalism, right? They got their AA and just went with it. Probably um, didn't even have that. <laughs> I know how to Twitter. Yeah. Jeez. So, um, now for Robert Downey Jr. playing the role um, in Spider Man, now it's saying that. Uh, you know, obviously it's part of the Marvel Universe still, but in this article it's saying that, uh, I'll basically read it verbatim. It says, as for Downey, this is part of a plan that adds Spider-Man to the Marvel Universe, um, picks from Disney, even though Sony has the rights to the character. It's likely Iron Man won't be the only superhero to make an appearance in Spider-Man Homecoming which will star Tom Holland and be directed by John Watts. Spider-Man will make his first appearance in the Disney Marvel franchise with this summer's Captain America Civil War, which um, is May 6th. Now, I was under the impression that um, Marvel had basically taken over the Spider-Man franchise, and that was the reason that Spider-Man was being included in Captain America Civil War. I could be completely dead fucking wrong, but I thought that that was the case i just didn't see them working with sony to bring spider-man in and kind of go hold hands in creating a mutual universe that they can both be a part of i mean it because it if you're including spider-man in the marvel universe it's run by disney and then that pretty much leaves Sony to their own devices to go ahead and make another terrible franchise. I mean, yeah, they're rebooting it again. 
but I mean, it seems like it's too much of a risk because Sony can just go off and start making more, you know, new movies and basically fucking ruin it. Uh, you know, making terrible movies with little Disney input. And especially when you've already kind of built that they're in the same timeline, you know, as far as universes go with Iron Man making a cameo in the Spider-Man reboot. And then obviously Spider-Man is making his appearance in Captain America Civil War. Mm. So with that said, you know, it wouldn't it, it to me, it wouldn't make sense for Sony to still have any rights to but Spider-Man. They do. According to this article on Movies Cheat Sheet, and this was written on April 13th of this year, Marvel doesn't own the rights to Spider-Man. Sony still does, but Marvel does kind of. So, I guess they recently struck a deal to kind of... Share? Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's smart for Sony because Sony hasn't really been hitting a bunch of their superhero movies out of the park lately. And so Marvel, obviously with better production quality and just an overall like better built universe and with a deeper trough of characters, it would it would make sense for Sony to want to play ball with Disney to kind of get their superhero development on the right track in order to go the billion dollar route that Disney's gone with all of their with all of their superhero movies or even breaking the half billion dollar mark you know Sony's had a shit ton of fails I mean even uh, because doesn't Sony own the um, the rights to Fantastic Four 2 no Fox does okay Fox Fox is equally as terrible because they try to reboot they try to reboot Fantastic Four and it's pretty much garbage well, so yeah, F- Fox has the Fantastic Four they have the X-Men, they have Deadpool, and they have the Silver Silver, uh, Silver, Silver Surfer. Surfer, I can talk, yeah. yeah. That's who they have. Well, and their X, you know, some of their X-Movies have been good, some of, them have been, uh, some of them have been bad, you know, hit and miss, obviously, some of their, like, origins of movies, like with Wolverine, they could have been better, um, you know, obviously, their, this reboot of Deadpool's amazeballs, um, but, I mean, that has to do with the director and basically being able to let him do what he wants. Um, yeah. But, you know, the fan, you know, Fantastic Four, I mean, presumably they probably did the same thing and it was just shit. Oh, that was awful. Um, you know, I think they should probably take a page out of Sony's card since it seems that Sony's kind of wisened up to, hey, look, Marvel's doing something right with everything that they're doing. Maybe we should uh, listen to them and see what they have to say. You know, it's kind of like when you start a job and you don't know what the fuck you're doing and you kind of get trained by somebody that does you know, maybe you should listen to that person because they could probably teach you a thing or two about what you're doing wrong or what you don't know how to do at all. So it would make sense that maybe Fox would follow what Sony's doing because I think Sony's going to put themselves in a good place if they kind of play ball with Marvel. And, you know, they work together in creating a good Spider-Man universe. Obviously, if they're letting them borrow Iron Man... Right. You know, uh, I see a really deep-seated relationship in that. And maybe Fox will be like, huh, maybe we should reboot Fantastic Four again. (laughs) They can help us with casting and maybe not make a garbage movie. (laughs) That would be fantastic because Fantastic Four has the potential to be utterly amazing. I mean, I loved reading the comic books when I was little. And, you know, people were probably going to 
want to kill, you know, burn me at the stake. But I thought the original ones, the original Fantastic Fours, like the like the first one with Jessica Alba and shit, okay. and Chris Evans, I yeah. thought those weren't bad. I mean, once you got to like, I think it was like, eh, well, the second one was kind of shitty, but the first one was good, I thought. And so the first one was good. Yeah. So I mean, they made it shitty after the first one, but it was good to start with, I thought. And um, I mean, this one, they're I think they're trying to be diverse and trying to go too far off of like what the Fantastic Four was, you know, obviously to be inclusive and to reflect the times, you know, it's like, just stick to the fucking characters. That's the problem. You know, just, just, just make the fucking comic, you know, stop, stop messing with what people Everyone know. Everyone gets their feelings hurt nowadays over everything, so. But, you know, it doesn't even matter. I mean, cause, you know, I was already annoyed enough with like how they were, you know, changing who Don- Johnny Storm is and stuff, but. Now you have a female Thor and a fucking Spider Gwen, and you're probably gonna have a fucking female Wolverine, and we're gonna have a. Well, I think we already have like a Black Captain America, you know. So everything's everything's fucking completely upside down. So, you know, at this point, like you know, all the changes they made to Fantastic Four is kind of moot. Um, but, you know, I guess. Uh, you know, it's kind of cool. Kind of cool to see all this uh, take place with Robert Downey getting into Spider-Man. And, you know, it's funny that, like, they're considering Michael Keaton for uh, for something. I, well, I, I'm kind of curious at this point to figure out what they were considering him for in terms of uh, bad guys. Um, I mean, nothing comes to mind. I mean, especially, like, with this last Spider-Man, you know... You had, you had the bad guy, but he was a lizard. So like, how are you supposed yeah. to be like, oh, okay, well, you know, I was able to call that one. Like he's a CGI lizard. Like you couldn't <laughs> have called that. You know, I mean, with like something like Doctor Octopus, the guy that played Doctor Octopus. I mean, but this is with like the Tobey Maguire shit. You know, with Doctor Octopus, you kind of look at him and be like, yeah, I can see him being Doc Ox, and so you can be like, all right, well, I was able to call that one. But with you know. Some movies being so CGI heavy these days, like you, you really wouldn't be able to know. You could be anybody you want to be. Exactly. I mean, they can pretty much mold anybody into whatever they want them to be, and you know. So there's that. Um, what's funny is like I had some thought and I just lost it. So I'm just like, there's that because like I totally don't remember what I was gonna say. So it mustn't have been important. Um. So for our last topic in um. You know, this topic, uh, well, it just pisses me off. I guess there's no way to put it. But um, this mainly has to do with Blizzard and BlizzCon um, for 2016. Um, first, the first uh, lot of tickets were sold this past Wednesday, and uh, we didn't get any. So um, we tried to get tickets... For the second wave, which was this morning at 10 a.m. on Saturday, and we didn't get any. Now, it is really difficult to get BlizzCon tickets, I understand, but you know what? It seems to me like it is extremely easy for some people to get these BlizzCon tickets, and I have like no understanding of why that is, because... We had tried for years and years and years 
to get tickets to go to a BlizzCon and never got them. We finally got to go last year after fucking years of trying over and over and over again. And the only reason we got tickets was by some fucking miracle when the program basically stopped responding. Somehow she got into the fucking queue to buy tickets. Okay? We took it because, okay, fucking we got tickets. Cool. But it was by a sheer fucking miracle that we even got them. Now, there were other people that were like, oh, yeah, you know, we just fucking put, got in the queue, bought one ticket, got right back in the queue, got a second ticket. You know, maybe that was the, I don't know, the flaw in the system that was used before where it basically prioritized single, single ticket buying purchases instead of multiple ticket buying purchases, which, I mean, I guess kind of makes sense because whenever we would try to buy two tickets... We would never get any. And then there were people that were buying single tickets that it just, they seemed to be able to buy multiples. Um, but on Wednesday, the tickets sold out in about 14 minutes. We didn't know what place we were in line because it wasn't like the program that was used before where it told you where you were in the queue, how far you were behind, estimated time until it's out of reserve. How many tickets are left? None of that. It didn't tell you shit. All it does is have a little fucking light that goes back and forth forever and ever. Doesn't tell you what place you are in the queue. Doesn't tell you how much time is left. Doesn't tell you how many tickets are left. Doesn't tell you anything. Just tells you not to refresh the page. And that's it. And so it sells out in 14 minutes. And I'm like, wow, that was fast. You know, there's got maybe there's some issue because... Every fucking year, there's some issue. There's always something, right? Well, then, it's not even like five minutes after this fucking sale's over. There's already a shitload of tickets on eBay. People are already selling all of these tickets on eBay. And then the thing that becomes apparent is that there's some things where you can see, like, just multiples from, like, one person or one seller selling multiple tickets. And you're just... You're just wondering, like, okay, this person's saying that they're going to BlizzCon this year, so obviously they bought some for themselves, and they were somehow able to even buy even more tickets to sell. And it's not just like, oh, they bought four, they're keeping two for themselves, and they're selling two more. Like, they're selling eight tickets, six tickets, when there's only supposed to be four that are max going to a household, which then tells me that if it's four that are max going to one household... That people are creating multiple accounts with one name and somehow getting into the queue to buy tickets. They're they're able to get both of their accounts in there to buy tickets. Which makes no sense. Because, like, Amanda and I can't get, you know, two different connections to get in once for two tickets. But somehow... Somebody can get in there multiple times and buy multiple tickets. And, you know, and the glitch was on Wednesday, um, and Amanda found this out, was that when you got to the ticket buying page, you can purchase tickets, refresh, basically still be in the ticket buying area, and repurchase more tickets. So the line essentially didn't move when people realized that they could keep doing that and bought multiples and multiples and multiples. 
Very scalper friendly, and, that system. Yeah, and these assholes basically just bought and bought and bought and then placed them on eBay because guess what? Okay, $200 face value on a ticket. These things were going for $300 to start with on eBay. So they're already making 100 bucks on each ticket. But they're they're going for $500, $700, $1,000 for two tickets, $2,000 for four tickets. I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, do people really love to bend over people and their fellow community in order to make a dollar? You're denying all of these people the opportunity to go to BlizzCon because you just see an opportunity to make money by fucking people over and scalping tickets. Well, and Blizzard just lets them do it. Are they going to contact eBay and say, hey, take these listings down? No. They got their money from Universe, the ticket seller, so they don't care. They don't care at all. And to me, it's like, okay... If people are getting more than four tickets from to a household, why aren't they enforcing it? Why aren't they canceling any of the other tickets so that they can give people another chance? I mean, yeah, I'm bitching. Yes, I'm complaining. But I have very good reason to be because, you know, there isn't a fairness in the system. And then what fairness there is basically was taken away by somebody basically finding an exploit in the system. And it's fucked up that, like, everybody decided to exploit that. And not just be like, oh, well, I was going to get two for me and my friend, but, you know, I have two more friends that might go, so I'm going to buy four. I get that. But if I if I realize that, I'm not going to go my, okay, Amanda and I are going, we're going to get two tickets. Maybe I would have bought an extra two so that somebody else I know could have gone, but I wasn't going to, I wouldn't try to get back in and buy four just to have four more to sell for a shitload of money. And, you know, people listening might be like, bullshit, you're stupid if you didn't. But no, it's fucked up to do that. It's messed up to do that, and I wouldn't want to because I wouldn't want to do that to exclude anybody else from going. I mean, I wouldn't want people having to pay, like, 1500 bucks to go to something that costs $200. I mean, sure, they're like, yay, I get to go to BlizzCon, but I'm pretty sure they're not all as happy as they would be. Because they're having to pay like seven or ten times the amount they should have to be paying. It's just crap. And then it's, you know, assuming that they basically just left the system the way it was. They didn't fix whatever the problem was because the first day, the ticket round sold out in 14 minutes. Today, this morning at 10 a.m., the ticket sold out in seven minutes. Half the time. How the fuck does that happen? Well, it's because they obviously didn't fix the problem. People knew, more people knew about the issue this time around, and more people took the opportunity to do exactly what those other assholes did so that they can make a buck. Which is messed up that there are that many fucked up people in this world that would do that. I get it. They're just being smart and they didn't really do anything wrong because it should have been fixed. Whatever, whatever, whatever. Excuse, excuse, excuse. If Blizzard wanted to sell them for five or $600, they could. They use a portion of the money they make to donate to charity anyways by the charity tickets that they sell. But those only go for like six or $700 each. I mean, the, there's some of these tickets that are just regular ass tickets on eBay selling for $600. 
in you know somebody else's padding their pockets and the one example that i want to use for today where there were a bunch of listings there was one seller that was selling 12 tickets one seller selling 12 tickets because he'd be like one of 12 two of 12 three of 12 all the way to 12 each of those tickets he sold sold for at least 600 bucks Jeez. but again it's supposed to be four tickets to a single household so how did he get 12 so how did he get 12 does is he just using other people's house like other friends and just sending the fucking tickets to all his buddies houses and collecting them that way possibly but some dude presumably using one credit card is buying 12 tickets maybe he's ultra smart and he wouldn't use three different credit cards but it it just makes no sense he still would have had to stay, you know, in line all that time and then would have had to switch his accounts. Right. Somehow he was able to get back in multiple times with multiple accounts and purchase four sets three times. How is that possible when somebody like Amanda or I can't get in once to buy two? Can't even get in once to buy one. How is that possible? But you know what? It's the system. This is a new system that they were using a company called Universe. Obviously a fucked up system. They didn't even start it on time either day. Yeah. On Wednesday, click the fucking link. Write it, you know, write at 7 o'clock. Guess what? Page didn't load. And I'm assuming everybody's clicking the thing at once and there's some lag. They can't help that or whatever. But I had to click on it several times before it finally went through. Because it said the event wasn't available. It wasn't that it was lagging. It's just it was still reading that it wasn't coming up like it did before. Right. So it's like they weren't even ready. And then on, today was the same thing. It clicked to fucking 10 a.m. I mean, it wasn't until like a minute after that we finally got in line. You know, it's it's stupid because we tried to click it several times. And it kept saying that the event wasn't ready. event wasn't ready. And then we finally got in line right before it ticked to one minute after. Which everybody knows when you're trying to buy BlizzCon tickets. Or any convention ticket. Or any convention like, you know, Comic Con or anything else. Ten hundredths of a second determines whether or not you're getting a ticket. So if you have to reload, back out of a page and click on it again, you're fucked. You're immediately fucking 8,000. You know? So... By them not being prepared, it basically fucks you. And, you know, you're already getting fucked by them because they're not ready. But then you're getting buddy fucked by everybody else that's part of that community that is exploiting something that's, you know, well known. And is shortening the amount of tickets that everybody else can get. And so the only other people that are able to get tickets to BlizzCon are people that have the money to pay a thousand dollars for two tickets to go which that's not us <laughs> yeah i mean that that isn't us i mean and that's at one, ridiculous at one point i was you know considering i was desperate enough to consider you know paying these things on ebay but then even even the reasonable part of me didn't want to and the reason is is because let's say that i say okay fuck it 
I'm going to spend $400 each on these tickets. I'm going to knowingly pay double. There's nothing that's going to keep me from getting screwed again. Because if I purchase, pre-purchase these tickets on a pre-sale, these things aren't getting sent to the person that's technically buying them until the month before. And so their way of not getting their thing taken down from eBay standards is to basically switch their account name to like my name so like put my name on the tickets and then send a screen grab indicating that they've done exactly what they said they were going to do the only problem is is they can actually change that multiple times so okay they change it to my name i bought the tickets cool they're satisfying ebay's requirement okay yeah they're they're proving that they have tickets to this and they're showing me that they've switched the name right well the tickets aren't getting released until like the month before right and you only have so much time in order to dispute something on ebay like i think it's like a month or two before you can't dispute something anymore so your chances at disputing a sale with that seller are way gone when it gets there so if that seller wants to they can screw you over i mean sure you can write something stern on their fucking feedback Oh, this person's a piece of shit. They screwed me over. But, I mean, they could just turn around and keep the tickets or sell them again. Or do whatever. I mean, maybe somebody doesn't want that to happen to their account. But it's just one bad listing if they have like 10,000 sales. You know what I mean? So it's like, I didn't even feel safe buying the tickets on eBay because I didn't want to get fucked over. You know, and there was no other way for me to purchase tickets. I mean, because at that point, if, if I'm considering maybe possibly paying double the price, I mean, that's pretty much my fucking ceiling. I'm not going to pay $500 for tickets that cost 200 face value each, considering you still have to pay for a hotel. We have to make arrangements for people to watch our kids and do all this other shit. Plus, we're going to spend money while we're there. I mean, we don't have that much money to do that. Yeah, woe is me. Maybe some of you guys do. But it's just it's just pretty messed up that, you know, that that happened. You know, and there are tickets still technically available if you want to, you know, buy the fucking dinner tickets that are still going to be sold at some point. But those are like seven fifty a ticket now. I remember two years ago, when those were like four fifty, five hundred a piece. So like they've just raised it and raised it and raised it, so it's not even like a viable option for us to even buy those from Blizzard because we don't have fifteen hundred bucks to buy two dinner tickets. So I mean, I don't know why they went to the system anyways. The last year's system worked phenomenally better. It was a lot more user friendly in terms of you once you 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 entered you entered yourself into the queue. It told you what place you were in line as far as the number. Told you how many tickets were left, so you there wasn't a huge letdown. Like oh, all of a sudden I just didn't get tickets. Told you where you were, how much time was left, you know how much inventory or stock was left or whatever. And then once you got to that page, you know to be able to choose how many tickets you want to buy and then go through the process. It was just a better system. And now. You have this broken system that's utilized twice. There was a problem the first day, and they didn't fix it the second day, and the same thing happened 
and the tickets sold in half the time. And it's just really disappointing. I mean, especially considering like where we basically got purged from San Diego Comic Con because of their fucking reaping system that they do now. And so now like we have to wait till next year to maybe hopefully get back into SD Comic Con. But then we also get screwed over so that we can't even go to BlizzCon again. So, you know, this year is a shitty year for us because our two favorite conventions that we've been, you know, trying to get into for fucking ever, we are right back to square one trying to get back into these conventions. So, you know, that's me venting. Just, you know, super disappointed that Blizzard, as a company, doesn't do more to try to prevent this kind of fraudulent shit from happening. That they kind of turned eye turn a blind eye to scalping on these, you know, bidding sites like eBay and that they don't take more time to figure out which company is better able to accommodate the needs and the high demand that is BlizzCon. I don't understand how people can be surprised at the the demand that there is for this convention. And, uh, you know, I guess that's enough venting. Um, you know, it was just really disappointing. And hopefully next year they aren't using this system and they at least go back to the other system that they utilized last year. I mean, or that they find a better company that does some of the stuff that last year's system does. And again, isn't this company because I would like to at least have a fair shake at being able to get tickets like everybody else. And not have to be some sort of fucking computer hacker genius in order to get tickets. I shouldn't have to be a computer programmer or have some sort of special fucking knowledge in, in hacking or doing any of this bullshit in order to get tickets to a convention. So, you know, with that said, hopefully what I'm saying or anybody else that's griping about the situation that came about Hopefully it makes it to somebody at Blizzard somewhere and something gets done. Um, so if you have any comments, concerns, uh, questions, anything, you can email us at uh, thatconversationalist at gmail.com. Um, you can uh, check us out on our Facebook page, which really just pertains to like whenever we're doing stuff, conventions or anything uh sharing information that's coming out um that's uh facebook.com um slash uh that conversationalist um let's see post our stuff on a soundcloud under um that conversationalist and um we're on twitter at that con podcast and um i think that um, Facebook is actually just conversationalist. I said that conversationalist. I think it's actually just conversationalist. So I think so too. Um, you know, check us out on SoundCloud. Check us out on iTunes. Message us, tweet us, whatever. Um, we appreciate any feedback, you know, plays or anything like that. Just lets us know that, you know, people are actually listening or whatever. Um, I mean, I guess even if it's negative, but I mean... 
I guess negative would kind of suck, but I mean, at least we know people are still listening. So, um, anyways, um, you know, thanks for listening to episode number nine. Hopefully, uh, we'll be able to make it out to, um, the, uh, Anime Expo at, uh, the Los Angeles Convention Center, because I'd really like to cover that. So we can expect that one, probably episode, probably 11 or 12 or somewhere down the line. Um, so, uh, Thanks for listening and take care. It's Jesse and Amanda. Bye. Saying goodbye.